This is a Lip Media Podcast. Hello, welcome back to another episode of All Bases Covered, the podcast helping you navigate the beauty industry and cut through the bullshit. Hello. Hello. Welcome to a mini app. This mini app, we are doing another Fuck, Marry, Kill, and we're doing it as a review on Glossier. Everyone's favourite Instagram brand, Glossier. So true. So we'll do the same order as we did for the last one. We'll start off with a little bit of a brand breakdown and then we'll go into, I think we have to talk a little bit about the brand and a little bit about Emily Weiss, who's the founder of Glossier. And then we'll talk about what they do, what their vibe is, where to buy and which products we would fuck, marry and kill. Yaha. Now, I never know if it's Weiss or Vice. Or Vice. Or, or, or Weiss. I don't think it's Weiss, but I never know if it's Weiss or Vice. And I'm going to go with Weiss because I don't know that it's Vice and I don't want to, like, make it really German if it's not. So Emily Weiss is the it girl, I guess, behind Glossier. She's like America's Alexa Chung, I like to think. Yeah, she's like one of the millionaire millennials on the Forbes millionaire list. <laughs> yeah. She's effortlessly chic and cool and rich. So we love her. She's also got a very cute golden retriever, which is what you all came here for, I'm sure. So Emily Weiss, she started as a, well, she didn't start, but she was sort of getting big as a Vogue fashion assistant. And she was actually on the hills. We met her all there. And while she was doing that, she launched a very, very popular beauty blog called Into the Gloss in 2010. Did you, were you an avid Into the Gloss reader? I was not. I was way more into like more indie, like fashion blogs back when blogs are a thing that we followed. So I didn't, I didn't look at Into the Gloss, interestingly. I wasn't really into the, the beauty space back then. Interesting. I wasn't an original, like I wasn't a 2010 reader mm. uh, used to it, it was actually bookmarked actually it's still bookmarked on my computer um well, there I've you go like facebook youtube twitter netbank netflix like the best speech blog you'll ever read into the gloss and pet rescue and they're my bookmarks so yes i used to read and i think i started reading in about 2014 and that was when she started launching glossier now into the gloss the blog had different segments but I think my favorite one to read was always the they did like shelfies and they would go through like famous people's beauty bags or beauty shelves and they'd have all these gorgeous photos of the celebrity and then all of their products laid out and you sort of noticed a trend like all of the celebrities were using P50 or they were all using ombre lease and things like that and I think that that's sort of where Glossier started they were like there's all these cult products that everyone uses what do you love about them what would you change about them and I remember feeling like a survey I think it was for when they did the priming moisturizer and they were like what do you want in your moisturizer so at this time they asked all of their listeners readers readers like yeah, what texture would you prefer? What packaging would you prefer? And the brand kind of started as like crowdfunding brands do, I guess, by asking the people what they wanted, which I think is what made people so invested in the brand because I think anyone that reads that website that filled out that form, like me, I'm going to think that I helped create that moisturizer. So, of course, I'm going to be so super excited when it launches, which is awesome. Also, blogs at the time, like I read that, Emily Weiss's blog started or Into the Gloss started out with like 
200,000 readers a month and within like 12 months time she was already hitting like in the millions of new like of website traffic every month which is absolutely huge and blogs just don't have the same pool these days that they used to but people were invested in blogs it's like the same way that you invested in decorating your pixo or your myspace like theme it was like if you were if you're interested in a blog if you're a read like follow the readership of a blog that was like kind of like clout like it was like a status thing I guess not a status thing but it was your way of feeling like you were part of a a a community yeah for sure and Mm. then she had the added benefit of not only did she have this beautifully curated blog and this cult following building she had her foot in the door with all these famous people so if you didn't care about beauty but you cared about Carly Kloss and you saw a write-up on it then you'd be reading the blog and then it would get more hits and then maybe the people would revisit so just the best. By being a little bit famous and chic and working at Vogue, she had her foot in the door already. So Mm. then she basically gathered people to invest and started to launch her own brand, Glossier, which is a bit of a word play on dossier because it's like she's collected all of the things and all of the information and then she's going to launch like the particular products that fit the gap. Mm. The Glossier Inc. was launched in 2014 and they say it was on the belief that beauty isn't built in a boardroom. It happens when you're part of the process. We got our start with Into the Gloss, a beauty website devoted to people sharing the products they love and our source for inspiration and information. So their philosophy mm-hmm. is, what was it, Alex? Skin first, makeup second, smile always. Yeah, that's apparently. It. I've never seen that written anywhere, but I guess they do have that little smiley emoji and like I think maybe it's maybe they started with that as their ethos and they've kind of like gone away from having a tagline so to speak, but you definitely see elements of that through their make through their whole line. I mean, Skin First is definitely their ethos, like it's all about undone cool girl chic. Yeah, makeup and they, vibes or mm. Yeah, they say we create the products, you tell us you tell us you wish existed, which definitely was a real thing at the start. Now I feel like they've kind of branched out a little bit, but it's definitely their their vibe for sure. It's like when everyone was baking, they bought out Wowda. And when everyone was obsessed with Ombre Elise and all of those things, they bought out Priming Moisturizer. Like you can sort of see where the products have been influenced by. Um, they mm-hmm. bought out that toner. I forget what it's called. It's quite astringent and scary. The Solution, which is like a P50 alternative. It's not. But, yeah, you can see <laughs> where the things stem from, which I think is quite fun. Yeah. Also, the price point for Glossier products is, like, it's great. It's very consumable price point. It's right in between drugstore and more luxury items. So you're paying for something that's more exclusive than a drugstore mass-produced product, but also it's not quite as expensive as a luxury beauty product, which I think is more uh, – I would I understand, like, wanting to buy in that space because their products aren't – I wouldn't say that they're not high performing, but they're not like full coverage, high impact, like artistry led products, which you I would expect to pay a little bit more for, if that makes sense. I think they are that perfect middle ground in that you'd get just as much street cred and probably from a different crowd if you were on the train and you pulled out a Glossier stretch concealer than if you pulled out a La Mer concealer. Do you know what I mean? Like both have equal mm-hmm. height in different realms. And then also, for example, in my kit, I would never be 
afraid to pull out a Glossier because it's a slightly cheaper price point than, say, a NARS or an Hourglass or something like that because people are like, oh, Glossier, tell me more about it. Like it's still got the cred that it is high performance and it's mm. got the clout of being cool and trendy, but it's at a slightly lower price point. So you really can't lose with it. Yeah. Yep. Totally agree. They're cruelty-free which, you know, any modern brand these days is. They're female-owned, which is great. They haven't been bought out. Mm-hmm. Um, what they do, they do makeup, they do skincare, they do fragrance, body, merch, glossy wear. I really want the jumper. And they have <laughs> a side brand, which is Glossier Play, which I actually really appreciate because their whole thing is like no makeup, makeup, but it's also for beauty enthusiasts. It is really for people like me that like, don't wear makeup but twice a year want to wear a full glitter eye Mm. and I I appreciate that they have that Glossier Play line and it's also quite high performance like they've got fun liners that are really pigmented and and beautiful so Glossier Play I don't think gets talked about much and it's kind of a bit random but I also really get where they're coming from with it as well. I agree they're also not like Colourpop in that even though they're producing their own products and their own lines, they're not churning, you know, a new product out every minute. Their their lines are very succinct lines. There's things in there that speak directly to the brand and what the brand is trying to achieve. They're not trying to mass produce something for everyone, unlike other brands like Colourpop maybe. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. It's very considered. So as we mentioned, their vibe is sort of skin first, makeup second. We said the customer is cool girl, no nonsense, no makeup, makeup. Sort of some people would probably buy it because they've seen it and they like the brand idea, even when they're maybe not necessarily into that style of makeup. Like you see really full coverage Instagram people buying it because it's cool, even though you're like, you wouldn't even wear that to the supermarket. That's not enough coverage for you. So mm-hmm. not, I would say in Australia, the equivalent is go-to. Like you buy it because your sister or your cool friend uses it or because you like Zoe Foster Blake, even though it's like, why are you buying a go-to face hero when normally you use La Mer Renewal Oil or when you haven't used anything of that colour? Like people just buy it because it's cool and it's the best. I, I was, I'm, a, I'm a Glossier fangirl. It's going gonna, it's gonna to come off me during this episode. I can't help it. <laughs> but then there's people like you. You're not like a traditional Glossier customer. And I know that you've got a few glossier things in your like day-to-day life that you love. So totally. I am definitely not a glossier customer. I would have scoffed at the thought of a, wearing a glossier foundation, you know, 12 months ago maybe. But I do think that it's actually a really good brand also for I think it's kind of maybe it's because we're in the same age bracket as Emily Weiss, but I feel like we've grown with the brand as the brand has grown as well. Like I think that they they release products that are suitable for our age group. <laughs> but that being said, I do think that, that it's a very consumable product range because it is just as suitable for a teenager or someone who just wants to do their makeup quickly and not really care that much but likes a cool product. I don't know. They've just they've nailed the whole market. Yeah, I think when you launch like 
skin-focused products, you kind of win because you can get that, like, 16-year-old that's just coming into into makeup, think, like, the new Morphe 2 kind of vibe. You can Mm. also get, like, the 70-year-old woman who wants something that gives her a bit of luminosity but doesn't make her look old. Boom, done. You get all of the millennials that see it on Instagram. Boom, done. You get the mums who want to do their makeup quickly because everything's sheer and slap-on and easy. So it's, like, really the only people that you're not pleasing is, like, the full coverage Instagram people who are still buying it because it's got clout. Yeah, it's so true. (laughs) Um, So that's a bit of the brand, really. I mean, I'm sure you guys don't need us to tell you about Glossier because, like, if you're listening to us, you've heard of Glossier. But it's cool to know where it came from and I really like Emily Weiss. I like the story of the brand. I like that everything's very considered and they don't churn out products and most of them are winners, which I appreciate. One thing we haven't touched on yet is that the brand launched online. So they started out as an online only uh, retailer. They launched with the all-purpose balm, a face mist, a sheer skin tint and a moisturizer. So very minimal product line and have since expanded and now they do pop-ups and they have their flagship store in New York as well. Do you want to talk about the shopping experience at a Glossier store? Because yeah, I've never shopped. It's quite interesting. So I've shopped at the one in New York. Um, when I went there, it was like above their office. So I remember we went in and we pressed the wrong button and the doors opened and it was like the Glossier office. And I was like, oh, my God. And then the doors shut and we kept going up to the top level and I was like, oh, I'm in the Glossier office. How fun is that? Fangirl moment. That's so cool. How did they not have people breaking into their office all the time? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> it was so cool. Um, so when you go there, it's set up like a showroom. They call them showrooms. So it is, it is more a showroom like you would shop for furniture than you would shop in a retail store in that everything is out. Then you tell them what you want and they like order on an iPad and then you hang around and wait for a little bit and then they give it to you all packed up in a bag and then you go. So it's a different um, shopping experience. Kind of like the Apple store. Like you go into the Apple store, you tell them you want an iPhone, they process it there in front of you and then they go out the back and they bring out a box and they're like, voila, here's your new iPhone. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's pretty unique for a, a beauty retailer. I haven't had that happen with anything else. And, yeah, it's cool. I, I like that experience. Um. Also, shopping experience is in from Australia. You can't buy it here, which I think just makes us thirstier. So I'm sure Alex has posted someone has a good story on how to get it. Yeah, it's using ShopMate and the person who... Uh, we'll leave it in the show notes. We'll have to put it in the show notes. I'm really sorry, but it's someone who has a really good breakdown on how to use ShopMate to buy it. And it's not cheap. I'll preface that. I wish I could remember who it was. I'm really sorry, but we'll put it in the show notes. Also, I will say that their shopping experience is a little bit daunting for someone who doesn't know the brand and doesn't know beauty because I know from people who I've forced to buy Glossier for me overseas before who aren't big makeup wearers and don't know a lot about the brand. They've said it's quite an intimidating environment going in there because someone's like, how can I help you? And you're like, oh, I don't know. And then if you don't know that that's what you're going into, it would be like a lot, I imagine. Yeah, uh, yeah, I can totally um, vibe that for sure. Mm. Also, it's worth mentioning, like, obviously everything's in American dollars. So although it's, like, affordable there, by the time you add either your com- convert, firstly conversion, which makes it a little bit more expensive because the dollar's shit right now, um, mm-hmm. but also if you're buying from overseas and you're doing the postage forwarding thing, it ends up being, like, luxury makeup here, which is fine, I think, because the performance of it is, like, luxury makeup. So 
really it's you're not paying more than it's necessarily worth but I personally buy mine normally when my mum goes to the UK that way I can dodge the shipping and also the UK conversion is not so bad it's like yeah, more expensive in America but then the pounds is not too bad to Australia so I feel like it ends up being okay I recommend if you're buying it through Shopmates, buy with a friend and order more than you need to make the shipping worth it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Like if you've tried it before, just buy all bulk backups. Like I always have Glossier backups. I have three perfumes right now. Yeah, I'm jealous, except I haven't worn perfume in a long time, so it's lasting me longer than it would usually. (laughs) I'll tell you one if you want. I've really got a lot of backups. So shall we move into the Fuck, Marry, Kill? Let's. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. <laughs> For everyone who doesn't remember from the last one, uh, the fuck is the, like, you know, it's like it's like the traditional game. The kill is the one that you want to kill. The marry is the one that's your one true love, the product that you will live and die for for the rest of your life. And fuck is like, I like this product. I have a bit of fun with it, and I think that it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Should we start with fuck? <gasps> yes. What's your fuck? Mine was the foundation. And or the skin tint. Yeah. And the reason for that is that I dabble with it, you know, like I'll, I mix it into other products. I rarely use it on its own. <laughs> uh, and I, yeah, I really like it, but I don't think that I would ever wear it on its own. Or maybe I would, but only rarely, but I use it pretty much every day. So it's it would almost be a marry if it did everything that I needed it to do for me, but it's not quite there. <laughs> exactly the same. I, I can really? wear it on my phone with concealer or whatever. It's my it's my fuck because it's like if I didn't have it, I'd be really sad because it makes absolutely every other product better, but it's not my absolute holy grail on its own. So true. I can't believe we had the same fuck. That's fun. The best. What uh, would you marry? I have two marries, but they are from different categories, so it's like, okay. My marry is Glossier U perfume because it's the only perfume that I wear and I love and I adore it. But also my my Mary. Sorry. But my other Mary is the stretch concealer because it fills a purpose that no other concealer does. I do have another concealer that I like for under my eyes, but it's this one's the one for my face, and I can wear it like a tinted moisturizer. And it's so much glossier and creamier and blendable than any other concealer, and you can wear it with no makeup, and it's perfect. I didn't write the concealer because I had written the concealer, and then I was like, no, the perfume is my marry because it's oh it's really difficult to find a perfume that has the notes in it that I really like there's mm-hmm. like 
a handful of them that I've discovered anyway. And this is one of them and it's perfect. But the concealer, for every reason that you've just said it, would be my backup, Mary. It's the only concealer I've ever used in my whole entire life that is wearable when you're not wearing any makeup and you can't tell that you're wearing a concealer. It baffles me how no one else has produced this formula because it is absolute perfection. Mm. It is absolute perfection. And for someone like me who for my whole entire life has been like, I need to wear a full face of foundation because I have a pimple and there's no way for me to cover it in a way that's inconspicuous enough to not wear a full face of foundation with it, this is the solution to that problem. If I had this concealer in high school, I would have been a different person. (laughs) That's so true. And I think for people that don't know much about the brand that might be enticed into buying the skin tint, look, the skin tint is awesome, but it's got like no coverage. It's great for mixing or it's great for literally evening your skin tone. If you want something closer to an actual normal brand's tinted moisturizer, buy the skin tint, use it all over. It lasts for ages. You can spot conceal with it. You can use it all over. You can use it over fuller coverage foundations that might be a bit matte and you just want to like liven them up with a bit of gloss. It's so multi-purpose. It's fabulous. And one day when I've got some spare cash, I'm actually just going to buy like eight of them, like just all of the shades, smush them into a palette, and I'm just going to keep like a glorious skin tint palette in my kit. And I'm just going to use it on everyone. Use it to contour, use it to highlight, like the whole face skin tint. Yeah, beautiful. What was your kill? My kill is the fucking lash slick. Now, you did hate my, that. I forgot. My kill because it was like it was so close to me liking it. Like it claimed to be. I feel like they wanted it to be the Kevin Aquan mascara. Like they wanted this like natural ish. Um, she always says that she wants like baby boy eyelashes. You know where they're just all separated and beautiful, and that it doesn't smudge. It smudged on me, and it was atrocious to remove I could never get it off and although it made my bottom lashes look bomb I was just so disappointed in it it was too natural for me it smudged and it was hard to remove and that's like a pretty bad combination to have all of those together yeah that's fair you've you've complained about it many times in the past in fact I think you complained about it two episodes in a row once upon a time so (laughs) that's so much because I really do like it but fuck I hate that lash slick yeah um, my kill was the Generation G lipsticks because um, what are you? I just think like I'm not the type of person who would ever wear a lipstick for a lick of colour and want it to be matte. That's a strange thing for me. I would wear like a lip tint maybe that had a bit of gloss to it that gave me like a dewy tinted pout. You but it's like a weird. A Chantecai lip mm-hmm. shake, but then it was matte. And then you realize that the reason that you like the Chantecai Lip Chic is because it gives you nice, sheer, glossy, balmy lips and that when it's matte, it's just weird. You have hit the nail on the head. That's exactly what it feels like to me. It makes me feel like, and maybe it's because I have no color to my skin and everything gives me granny lips. These could be contributing factors to the reason that I hate them so much. I think maybe if you were of a deeper skin color and you wanted something that maybe was more like a natural lip color for you it might serve a different purpose but for me as a fair person all of the colors were too dark and therefore it looked like I was trying to wear a lipstick and I'd lost half of it eating my lunch I just Mm -hmm. didn't like it fair absolutely fair now I would just like to shout out some uh honorable mentions same I have one as well okay what's yours Mine was the Skywash, and I know I don't own them, but I really, truly loved them, and I think that they deserve a shout-out. 
Interesting. I need to give you one because I actually never use them, so you can have them for a while. Um, my shout-out is Boy Brow. I love mm. that because I don't like a tinted brow gel, but I can also very much appreciate the tinted ones as well. I use blonde even though I'm brown because I found find the brown is quite dark. And then they do a black, which is just that, it's very dark. But um, the Boy Brow, look, it's it's great and it's up there with one of my favourite brow gels, but it, it's just like there's other brow gels I like, so it didn't reach fuck or marry status, but it's, it's very good. Yep, I um, agree. I also, oh, honourable mention for the cheek tints. I think that they're really nice as well. Yep, cloud paint. I was going to say, I have them. I don't use them that often, but they're quite unique and like they have lovely, unique shades and they're a formula that you don't find very often and they're in a very chic packaging and they're a joy to use. And I, yeah, I absolutely love those as well. Uh, I could have an honorable kill, which was the Future Dew, uh, <gasps> only because mine separated and like went gross really quickly. And I don't, how do you feel about yours? Do you still use it? Yeah, if I'm wearing makeup, I didn't when I was oily. I, it was not for me. But mm. now that I'm dry as the desert again, Future Dew is actually probably an honourable mention for me because nothing gives me that glow without looking shimmery and crepey. So there you go. There's finally. I think I, mm, I think I got a crapo one. Like I think yeah. that it was probably close to its expiry date. I opened it, it oxidised, and then it just like died in the ass real quick. Yeah. I would like to shout out the things that I – don't have as hate it's because I haven't bought, uh, which would be the Generation G's. They've never enticed me. They've always almost enticed me, but just no. The solution or any of the skincare to me, it's like, eh, I've heard some of the masks and the serums aren't bad, but like that's not where I go to Glossier for. And also the Wowder. That really, mm. that really no, I wouldn't buy that. Uh, you know what I want to buy because of the Instagram cred? The hand cream. Like what a cool packaging. It looks like it's like if Supreme and Glossier yes. had a had a had a hand cream baby and made it pink. That is what the hand cream looks like. It's so cool and unique, and it, I want to squish it. It looks like it's squishy. I don't even use hand cream, but oh my god, Me either. I want it. And I also bought the and body it, moisturizer before I like ever used body moisturizer, and it smells delightful, and that's good too. So look, most of the shit they do is great. Yeah, can agree. I don't think I have anything else to add. Do you have any other honorable mentions or honorable kills? Nope. Key takeaway, buy the concealer, everybody. Yeah, and buy the perfume. Yes, but don't buy the perfume because it's ours. It's ours. <laughs> Everyone I work with bought it and then people are just like, you smell like Lisa and they're like, you, she can't own that smell. I'm like, yes, I fucking do. <laughs> Damn straight. All right, let's get out of here. Bye, everyone. If you want us to review another brand for a Fuck, Mary Kill, please tell us what you'd like us to do next. Yes. All right, catch you all on Monday. See ya. Bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. 
Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.